Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Close Traffic Podcast. Hope you guys are all well. I got my co-host here, Mr. Johnny, a.k.a. Stalker Actual Gaming, a.k.a. he's found some internet, a.k.a. he's got a new camera for us today, a.k.a. 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 Johnny, man, what's going on? Say what's up with people. Hey, man, how's it going? You know what? Uh, now, I, now I retract my previous statement from the last show because I gave you, I gave you, <laughs> I cut you some slack last time. I didn't, oh, I didn't man, get you, I know, I didn't get you last I time. Know. You know, oh, but I you know, know, I mean, that's that's you know, that's okay. We can't all have Teslas and all that fun stuff. So, hey, <laughs> good man. Here How's we it go, going, Mike. <laughs> hey, man. You know, I can't call it, man. I'm just here. I'm happy to be on with for the show today. I'm happy to welcome back our guest, Mr. Steve Ooh, from the High Performance Group. Man, what's going on? How you been? Oh man, I've been good, fellas. How about yourself? All good, man. All good. Listen, man. Oh yeah. I, I think you know. I, I, I'll leave this to you to share the news, obviously. <laughs> But, um, you know, I definitely want to uh, give our audience here a little bit of uh, a recap here. What's going on the last couple of weeks? So I know, uh, man, it was like two weeks ago now we were supposed to have yeah. Steve on and uh, we literally switched it up. I think, man, five. No, nah, not five. I'm, I'm lying. What was it? The day before? I think. Yeah. No, it was a couple hours. No, before. day of, bro. It was like day, day of. of. Yeah. Day it was day of. Yeah, day of. <laughs> what switched around a couple of minutes before. I get to that in a second. So it was it was the day of. Had to switch that. Steve, we'll let you tell your story for sure, but we had yeah. to switch that. So Johnny and I were like, all right, that's cool. We'll just run a uh, you know, a regular duo show. Literally 15 minutes before the show, Johnny <laughs> goes, Hey man, we got another guest on. We got another guest that wants to come on today because I obviously, you know, that was in the works for quite some time. Um, and you know, we were able to get him on, you know, five what, five minutes before the show started. Like and, the show. And, yeah, man. And all that it was a really great well. episode, man. I love that. One. Appreciate it, man, because that was Thank literally you. on the fly. It was literally yeah. on the fly. Uh, you know, it's a it's a great series. It's a great aircraft. It has to be a trend here lately, Mike. I, I don't know, man. Maybe maybe we need to work on a uh, find another producer, bro. But uh, yeah, we, <laughs> we need to fire ourselves. <laughs> you're saying, right? Yeah, man. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we need to fire ourselves. Oh man, for sure. But Steve, man, you're here nonetheless. Welcome back. Do you want to share with the audience, man? You know, kind of how's uh, how your last couple of weeks has gone? Yeah. So you know, we had the podcast plan, like you said, and my daughter, um, she was actually due a few days before we had made the arrangements for the podcast, and you know, she just was super comfortable, didn't want to come out, and then um, you know, that morning they finally, literally, it's so funny. I was I was still working through the whole thing. I was like, all right, I'm going to continue to work, and I'm just going to take off once the baby actually comes. Right. And I'm sitting there messaging someone at work and they asked me, oh, you know, hey, um, is the baby here yet? I'm like, no, not yet. You know, we're still waiting. She's comfortable. And mm -hmm. after she was born, I went back and checked the timestamp. It was 20 minutes in between like me sending that message and her actually like being here. So 1031 a.m., <laughs> you know, the 21st. Oh, wow. But yeah, man, it's just crazy, you know, because our first story, she came in went like that, you know, but this one, she was like I said, she was just comfortable. But yes, that's why I had to skip out on you guys last time. I appreciate you. Uh, being a comedy, and like I said, man, that was a great episode. So I'm glad that uh, you know, I'm glad appreciate you guys found it, you. man. Yeah, man. I, I listen at the end of the day, like there's there's no greater joy, right, than than uh, you know having your child being born. So we just didn't want to tell everyone Absolutely. right then and there what happened. Oh right? yeah, we just you <laughs> right, know, we want right, to give that know. that get give that to you. But uh, you, I think our, our audience was understanding. So we want to be yeah. messy, Steve, uh, for for lack of better. <laughs> That's what Mike's really saying. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly, but good to have you back nonetheless, man. Thank good you. Good to guys. have you back. So, 
So I think you were on with us. I want to say September. I can't believe it. Time flies. I feel like it was just a couple of months ago, but it was way back in September. In fact, it was Saturday night of flight to Mexico because I remember oh, yeah, yeah. Johnny and I weren't, you know, going to be able to make it. I think we gave it till about the, the couple of days before and cases were still kind of crazy. And we say, you know what, for the safety of ourselves and for our family, we just couldn't make it. And we realized you weren't going either, man. And we said, hey, why not just run a Saturday night show? Uh, and it was pretty late your time, I think, too, man. But you were super accommodating, and we appreciate that. But since then, a lot has happened with High Performance Group. A lot has happened with, uh, you know, some of the, the other projects you guys are working on all together, but especially for the H145 variant in FS2020. You want to give us a little bit of recap on everything you all have been working on up until the latest release here? Gosh, what was that Friday uh, yeah. of the uh, HEMS variant? Yeah, absolutely. So the H1, obviously, if you don't know the history of our company, we started with the Freeware H135 helicopter. After that project was kind of wrapped up, we said, you know, we want to up the level of quality, you know, because we, we had a pretty basic model, but some cool features, but we wanted to, up, you know, update that visual quality, really drive home the immersion for people, go really deep into the system. So in order to do that, you got to have money. You got to, because you got to hire professionals, you got to hire some people who are going to be good at art, you got to hire yeah, so anyway, we, we did that. We launched the early access kind of pledge for the uh, the H145 helicopter. And at that time, we just wanted to do three variants, a civilian, a luxury, and a military variant. You know, we thought that that would cover pretty much all of the things that people wanted to do. And then, you know, from day one, people were hitting us up like, are you guys doing the medical? Are you guys doing rigging? Are you guys doing this? I remember. And <laughs> it, it was not in our initial plans. It, it just wasn't. We, you know, we were stuck on those three models. We had actually been in pre-production on those even before actually announcing them. So we were pretty, oh, okay. we, we were on a path that we thought we were going to take. We were going to say, hey, you know, we'll take maybe half a year to a year to finish up this. And then we'll move on to different aircraft, whether it be fixed wing or helicopter. We want to move on to a different project because at this point, it's two Airbus helicopters in a row, you know, so you want to be diverse. You want to have some right. variety. But the demand was just so much that we were like, okay, we... We can't just leave this unfinished. Let's just go in. Let's do it. Let's put an expansion out there. We'll make it more than just, and this isn't a dig on any other developers, but you have a lot of other aircraft that have variants as well, but they don't yep. always have unique functionality that come with them. It'd be like, oh yeah, this is a different variant, but the only thing that's really changed is a model and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the body yes. length of the aircraft. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So we were like, let's change the, you know, let's do that. Let's go all the way on the modeling. Let's be super impressive. Like we always are when it comes to quality, but let's also try to change the sim in a way. Let's add some real functionality to this. So of course we have the visual stuff you could do. You could drop a guy down a winch and, you know, people can role play as much as they want, but let's push this stuff forward. Let's do some missions. So, you know, you have the apps like Neofly, Skypark, um, you know, FS economy, those, things that have the randomly generated missions, uh, which are awesome because they give you infinite amount of missions to play. But we said, let's bring it in a little bit. Let's do like very curated missions, you know, kind of like campaigns even, you know. Um, oh. So we're starting to build the, the foundation of that now. You've got these, you know, these missions where you go to them and it has a specific script that goes along with that. You know, it has a unique scenery that goes along with it. So that that's where we're at with the action pack. Um, so the first variant did come out this weekend. That's the HIMS variant. After that, we're going to move on to the firefighting variant, and then we have the offshore rigging, um, Coast Guard, and then civilian and military cargo variant. So there are three in the original wow. pack, and then five in this, uh, you know, this expansion pack there. So yeah, we're we're keeping busy, man. Very keeping busy. 
That's awesome, wow. man. And I'm going to go ahead and actually pull up. Uh, actually, it looks like you wrote this. <laughs> but yeah, your, your, your press release, your press release for the uh, the 145 yeah. variant. Again, uh, those just joining us, we are on with uh, Steve from High Performance Group, um, talking through obviously all of the uh, latest from the High Performance Group, including the recently released uh, H145. So, to your point, man, the modeling, the texture work, as always, uh, is Spot pretty on. phenomenal. And I've seen oh, videos and posts out the wazoo of folks actually, you know, flying this thing and, and on the missions. I got to get to it myself. It's been uh, a crazy week, but oh, I'm yeah. definitely planning to fire up the sim uh, and and take this one for a spin, man. It's uh, it's just phenomenal. Awesome. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, they, you know, our team, we're the hardest critics. And we just, we go through a process of, is this good enough? And, you know, you'll. Obviously, you guys have flown other aircraft in the sim. There's that kind of that middle tier of aircraft where it's like, hey, these are good sure. enough, you know. Right. But our thing is like, man, we never want to, like, it's, I don't know, it's a psychological thing, but we never want to put out something where we think people are going to be critical of it. So that's why you really have to look kind of hard to find flaws in, you know, our model and our, and our textures. We really try not to take any shortcuts when it comes to that stuff. So, yeah, no, you Absolutely. can tell. It's pretty sweet. Yes, that's pretty sweet. Have you had any? Uh, if you guys had any issues with uh, with the latest service updates, I've been hearing a lot of shenanigans <laughs> that's been uh, running afoot with uh, <laughs> other yeah. developers regarding uh, regarding that new latest service pack nine. Yeah, you know, um, we personally we didn't run into many issues. Like we knew that the sim update was going to break something in the H one three five, you know, from the beta and everything. So we had that patch ready to deploy. I think it came out same day, maybe within a few hours of the. Um, Within the sim update nine going out, and then the the H one four five nothing broken that, and that was more so because again you you think of the H one three five that was kind of a an experiment a test bed for us for the sim, yeah, so when right. we came to do the H one four five we built that from the ground up with okay let's avoid any of the mistakes that we made with the H one three five which I won't even say mistakes it's just kind of sure. par for the course of dealing with the sim it's an evolving platform so we just tried sure. to build things that weren't so much relying on hey if this person over here changes a a piece of code is going to kill everything in our code. We try mm, to sure. build independently and, you know, fall back when we need to. Sure. You know, that brings up a good point. And, you know, I think we've seen this time after time with, uh, with Microsoft flights in 2020 and it being so new. Um, and it's, you know, obviously uh, contributed to a lot of setbacks for a lot of the other developers out there, whether it's scenery, but mostly it's aircrafts. Is there a way and you know obviously me just being kind of green as it relates to coding and how these add-ons are are done and and put into the sim but is there essentially you know are you always essentially at the mercy of a solo and microsoft as it relates to this or are there ways to code uh you know some of these aircrafts and some of these other uh you know products that you're releasing for the sim so that way a uh, an update you know all these service pack updates don't necessarily uh contribute to breaking something in the code like you know how do how do how does a developer sort of get around that or is it really something where you just can't like you know you're at the mercy of microsoft and asobo you get the beta releases so hopefully you catch it early enough that it doesn't kind of disrupt your plans for whatever you have going on uh for ga and for the the broader release to the community but how how does one go about that if you can 
Yeah, so it's a it's a complicated answer because there isn't <laughs> one size fits all. Because um, it really a lot of it depends on even how I don't want to say innovative. That's not the word, but how far you're pushing with the product. Like for instance, when you guys have Fly somewhere on here, like that four one four, they're doing incredible things. So yeah. they're unfortunately they're probably they're going to be like us where you're you're chasing stuff after these sim updates come out because they're it's working against your code. But yeah, you. So I'll, I'll explain like this. You can minimize some of the risks by kind of staying simple to the aircraft. You you know you build like stick with the template that they provide for the aircraft. Don't build too much in Wasm. Don't build too many you know custom systems. You could just include default avionics. Use only the default flight model. And in that case, then you're not really impacted that much. But you're also not able to really break the ceiling of what you can do in the sim. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, and even flight model stuff, there's sometimes where even they're going to make some flight model changes that even if you were still sticking to the stock script, it's going to break something. Yeah, like it, it might not be like right. crash the desktop, but it might be okay. Well, now they've changed some type of mechanical airflow, so now my pitch is all out of control or mm. trim doesn't work the way I expect. Mm. You know, so there, there's stuff like that. Fuel management system, you know, that was something that broke in the Concorde because they, and you know, so kudos that. to those guys. They they did something extreme. You know, they built out this entirely new fuel system for the Concorde. But when a Sobo on there and also did some changes to the fuel system, what what's going to happen? It's going to break. But they, I mean, they responded super quickly. I know uh, Codeman mm -hmm. Jack from their team and someone from the community put together, you know, a quick update. So it, you can kind of be prepared for it. The biggest sure. thing that I see happen, though, is, and I don't know how true this is because we personally, we don't have that much direct contact with a Sobo because we're not in the marketplace, but. Uh, mm -hmm. okay. Some other devs I have seen, they're like, hey, we're giving this feedback to them and they're not making these changes in advance. But, you know, I, without knowing the ins and outs of that loop, I don't, I don't really know what's going on there. It could be something where, hey, we know that this bug is there, but we're not going to be able to fix this before the sim update. Because for their stuff, I mean, and this is why I say you have to be a little fair to a Sobo, their aircraft aren't breaking in these updates. You know what I mean? Like every now and then right. one of them will have a bug, but their aircraft will are staying alive through these updates is the yeah. third party developers that are kind of taking the brunt of it. And, you know, it's kind of, like I said, I don't want to say risk, but it's part of working in an evolving platform. I'm sure like we actually mm -hmm. had this conversation, you know, amongst our team a few days ago, like I'm sure at some point the base sim is going to be stable enough. You know, they're going to have all these big features in there that they want and the base sim will be stable and they'll probably be just like little minor things, you know, that they'll be tweaking because but I think they said they have a 10 year plus plan for right 10 year roadmap. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I don't think, I think we're experiencing a lot of turbulence now because we're in the first two to three years of the sim coming out. But at some point it's going to plateau out because they're, you're going to eventually, you're just going to run out of this big groundbreaking stuff to even really implement. Right. You know, like, like mm -hmm. this big push that they're making for the seven, three, seven, like they're for them to say that, Hey, there's enough in here that we could do that now. Uh, same with the mad dog, same with the BAE, like, there's enough of that advanced functionality in the sim. So I think we're kind of, we're almost over that hump. I think it uh, hopefully in the future, they kind of simmer down right for the devs. Yep. Yeah. yeah, no, I think, uh, I think you're spot on and Mr. Approach, what's going on? Get to see MD 10. Hello. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome everyone. We are on with uh, Steve from high performance group. Uh, and if you didn't, uh, if you weren't here for the beginning, congratulate uh, Steve on the birth of his second child. Was that two weeks ago now? Uh, that's sort of why we have to pivot and, and change the schedule around as it relates to our last show. But uh, we're glad to have Steve back on today. Um, Mr. Proach has a question here that kind of segues into the question that you were just answering. But uh, he says, how did you guys get past the helicopter limitations in uh, Microsoft Flight 7 to create the 135 and 145 series? 
Yeah, so basically we had to build a flight model outside of Microsoft Flight Sim. So we inject it you know, into the sim. Uh, there's some other developers that use a third-party application. We use a plugin approach instead to inject our own flight model. It's, oh. it's built on top of the flight model that MFS has. So there's interaction between the two. Um, you know, whereas some of the other developers, they kind of take over the entire flight model system. And not to say there's a wrong or uh, right way to do it. That's just the method that we take is to inject a flight model directly into the sim that cooperates alongside the dynamics already in the sim. Got it. But that flight model is based on, you build that flight model based on code and things in that, in, in the, uh, in the base sim. Uh, that inherently contributes, obviously, to how you build that flight model. So whenever they change something in that base sim, even though your flight model is outside of it, it disrupts it, if I yeah. understand that correctly. Got it, yeah. got it. Yeah, there's sometimes the interface, I'm not all, per se. I'm not all the way, uh, uh, you know, I, I kind of understand this stuff a little bit. Yeah, there's Whatever. some, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's some aggressive stuff you can do where you can just completely say, hey, I'm, and we kind of, like I said, we have a hybrid approach. There's some things that we have to inject because it just doesn't exist in the sim. But a lot of times, you know, we're working alongside, you know, things that are in there, you know, especially when it comes to like airflow and, you know, the engine performance, things of that nature. So. Gotcha. That's neat, man. Uh, hats off to you guys because uh, I know I couldn't do it. I tried <laughs> to dabble in, it wasn't scenery. Oh, uh, liveries. I I, oh, I dabbled in making liveries. <laughs> I think it was for the FS Labs, man. And yeah. did you really, Mike? Yeah, dude. <laughs> if you if you go on the FS Labs board, you probably took it down by now. That thing was so terrible. But <laughs> oh, dude, I, I made I made I think the first JetBlue Mint livery for FS Labs A three twenty one. I now granted, I did get help from. Uh, I think his name was Brian. He's one of the the, the livery makers for the FS Lab series in the community. For those that uh, don't know, he made because FS Labs obviously didn't have the 321 yet; they had the 320. But he made a mint delivery for the 320, obviously fictional. When the 321 came out, they had all of the European liveries, of course, in typical FS Labs fashion. Of and course. I think just one domestic livery. I think it was American, if I'm not mistaken. So I'm like, all right, man, where's Delta? And obviously you all know, where's my JetBlue? So I'm like, oh, I'm going to take it upon myself to make a livery for the 321, the JetBlue Mint livery. And I used kind of Brian's base sort of uh, dynamics for that and, and made the first 321 JetBlue Mint livery. And that thing took me days, days. <laughs> and we're talking about a livery. Yeah. And we're here talking about actual aircrafts, man. Like my my hat goes yeah. off to you guys. Not to mention aircrafts in a sim that is still pretty new and continues yeah. to break, you know, update after update or things change update after update, I should say. Uh so, you know, kudos to you guys, man. Thank Absolutely. you, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm super proud of our team. I mean, especially like not to pat myself on the back, but we no prior like um, development experience in Microsoft Flight Simulator, or not FSX, X-Plane, anything like that, you know. Just, really? Yeah, we just, you know, it was kind of like, I mean, it was kind of, I'll say fate, you know, like I said, we, we rolled into <laughs> that H135. And then after that, you know, we, we hooked up with some other guys in art and it just all kind of meshed together perfectly, man. So, yeah, we have, we got some other stuff on the, on the cooker. And, you know, I was getting to that, man. I was definitely getting to that. No, I know that's you guys were though. Yeah, that's ahead, interesting though that you bring that up um, initially, Mike. Uh, it just seems to me, oh, the past year that this platform has been out, 
it seems as if, and albeit, I mean, I'm sure it's getting a little better, but it seems like that dialogue between developer and the Sobo isn't still quite kind of jiving. Although, again, you know, I'm sure um, being incorporated into the marketplace has a, has a uh, you know, plays a big part in that. But, you know, it's still, I still tend to kind of, I mean, I still see, you know, in the community that there's there's been some, you know, lack of communication there um, to a certain extent on the part of a Sobo. So hopefully that gets better. I mean, it's just like, for example, I know um, a lot of folks, a lot of devs have been screaming about, you know, the ability to tap into um, Sobo's weather engine to implement any sort of weather radar. You know, that's been a, that's been a big, uh, it's been a big issue that's came up as of recent, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully that gets better over time. For sure. Yeah, you don't realize how much you miss that weather radar till you're flying other sims, man. Oh lord, like, yes, man. I was in again, you know, I was in P3D the other day. I was flying an add-on, and I was just like, "What the hell is? Well, oh, on yes, wasn't Mike. Well, on wasn't Mike. Well, on wasn't Mike. Listen, man. Listen, we talked enough about them. High performances on. We're gonna talk about high performance today. That's funny. But yeah. no, no, no. All joking aside, like I'm flying, I'm flying the aircraft, and I'm like, "What the hell? Why am I getting radar returns? Oh, the weather radar. I forgot about this thing." Like you know, it's it's the it's the little things, and it's not little because sometimes, obviously, right? Like in in real life, obviously, it's it's good to have those returns and be able to understand what the weather is doing in front of you, especially for more complex and sophisticated aircrafts, uh, like the one I was flying. Johnny thought he was going to get me, like the one I was mm. flying. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Working you're right, out. man. It's uh, I you know, hopefully we'll we'll get there in 2020 soon for sure. The good news, though, that I don't know if you saw this, Johnny, but they did say um, they're going to open up weather and terrain to third-party developers, so that that helped out yeah. a lot of people. Nice. And, yeah, and I, and I think, like I said, I think we're moving in the right direction. I know, uh, I think it was Dean from over at uh, DC Designs. He posted afterwards, you know, after he put his his loud message out regarding how kind of upset he was with how the rollout happened for the update. But he did say that York reached out to him directly, you know, that they've had contact and that they are going to work on improving that exact thing, you know. You know, I think right now it's just it's the window of time because they they have to test the update, you know, they're planning to put out at the same time that the developers are trying to react to it. And day by day, things are changing in those, you know, those beta patches. So I, I can only imagine how much work it is on their side too to also mm. be concerned with everything third-party developers are doing, you know. So, yeah, because, I mean, man, you this is a big marketplace, man. There's a lot of developers out there like it. You really don't notice until you start scrolling down. And I'm like, man, there's a lot of different developers. <laughs> yeah, man. I was like, half of these guys I've never even heard of. Like, where no. where, where, do these guys come from? I think it's awesome because it creates parity across the flight sim community. And, I, you know, I've, I've said this over and over again. I know, like, there's some... There's some differences of opinions as it relates to how many Airbuses you actually need in a flight sim, right? Wait, <laughs> and it's wait, not wait, just... We're not even getting to that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, and it's, it's not just Airbuses. You could point to probably some other products and, and some For other sure. things, and you could be like, man, how many times do we need a developer to make this? But each developer brings their own sort of unique, yeah. you know, uh, development and ideas to the way they portray the 20 the the 20 the, the way they portray the airbus and uh you know every developer every product is you know kind of has its own uniqueness um you know some do things better than others that you're not able to enjoy in one airbus that you fly but you can't enjoy it in the other one so 
I don't know. I, I think there's there's room for it. And I think it's 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 okay. I know it's frustrating at times, but you know, I think it's cool. Yeah. Hey, I, I, I love man. You're just saying that because it's Airbus. Fly <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> rookie, man. Good to see you. Thanks for dropping What's by on, rookie? Sunday. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's funny. Sorry, I don't know. Steve, what do you, what do you think, Sorry. Steve? What do you think? <laughs> man, I I love the competition, dude. Like, um, because again, like I just said a few moments ago, we were simmers before we were developers. You know what I mean? Like, right. um, so we're still fans of the sim. I'm a huge fan of the sim. I buy almost every add-on aircraft that comes out. I, I remember you said that last now. time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I have that tough decision this week of man, am I getting the Mad Dog or am I getting the BAE? Am I am I going to do both? You know. <laughs> I won't tell you what I end up doing. <laughs> yeah, I'll just say my my wallet was hurt. But man, you know. But even um, so you were you're talking about the Airbus. So you know you've got like the Phoenix, you've got the fly by wire guys, you've got right. the Silver one. I think yeah. FS Lab said they were going to come as yeah. well sometimes. Yeah, we'll or was that calling them in ten years? Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, even um, like the arrows. You know, um, Carinado did an arrow, and Just Flight did an arrow, and like you said, Mike, they right. were. The development style is completely different. Carinado yeah, goes different. very much for, hey, this is going to work. It's mostly stock stuff, but it's going to be gorgeous, you know, and right. Just Flight. I, you know, I love both aircraft, so it's not a ding on either one. Just Flight's quality in terms of, like, visuals was a little bit lower, but their system depth was so much further, you mm -hmm. know, so. Mm -hmm. And somewhere out there, there's a flight simmer who, one, wants something more study level, and there's exactly. one who's like, I just want the eye candy, mm -hmm. you know. So I think yeah. it's good to have the multiple options, you know, for different simmers, and even you know, just as a consumer, as a simmer, competition is always going to make the product better because everyone's fighting for your dollar. So if somebody hears, oh, XYZ team is doing the same aircraft, they're just going to push their product even further to try to compete with that. So it, it only benefits us. The only people it hurts are people like me who buy everything that comes out. But <laughs> other than that, I mean, I I like it. I like the competition. And, and you know, there's um, there's I like to call it like there's a new wave of developers coming in like ourselves. They got uh, mm -hmm. the got friends team is another one that I could think of off the top oh, yeah. of my head. Yeah. Like uh -huh. there's this new wave coming in. Like we're all collaborative. Like we all have Discord groups messages with each other. We talk kickback ideas and things like that. So I I think oh, it's, it's cool. Yeah, it's a good yeah, thing that there's cool. more developers. You know, it's, it's a great thing. No, that's that's, that's really cool. You hear that, Johnny? I mean, you know, it's am I cutting out? <laughs> No, I Am said, I really did you hear out? that, Johnny? No, you're not cutting out. I'm just saying. Oh, I yeah. Oh, sure, I mean, you're talking about. Sure oh, you heard that. Oh, <laughs> oh what do you mean? Like, you're in your pettiness about the Airbus? I mean, next time you tell me, uh, hey, man, another Airbus in here. That just hey, man. Hey, just, hey. Just, okay. Just laid so out when we you see the seven, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm going to come back and be like, hey, Mike, come on, man. We got we to do But although, you know, to, to Steve's point, though, I mean, that, that absolutely does drive competition. You know, so I mean, definitely no one's arguing that. And I'm just, I for one, am just happy, happy to see more developers in the community, period. Because, you know, again, you know, like, you know, rewind the clock back three, four years ago, the, uh, the community was on life support. Not going to lie. Well, we it were was, on life support man. for sure. I mean, yeah. I had like what X Plane and the MP3D, and then you kind of had it. the, you know, the old farts like myself just kind of stuck in our ways. And, you know, there was really no movement up until, you know, this company called the Subo drops 2020 and just completely mm -hmm. shakes up the industry. So, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. I think it's awesome. And uh, to Steve's point as well, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, it, 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 it will make you broke. Not going to lie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it, it, it will hurt your wallet for sure, man. Cause it's yeah. just like two, two releases during the week and, and, and the week's not over. Coming. I mean, just started. One yeah, more we got coming. one more oh, yeah. coming. 
that oh, schedule stays, yeah, if that yeah. schedule stays intact, one more coming, man. Man, so, one more. Buckle up. Yeah. It's, it's, hey, man, I, I love it, though, because, man, think about all the planes still from P3D, X-Plane, FSX that you still want that haven't come over yet. Yeah. And, yeah. and there's a lot of great developers from, you know, from those other series that haven't shown up in MFS yet. And I'm like, what are you guys waiting on? Like, are they in the background, you know, kind of, you know, building up their ports <laughs> or or what? Because, man, they're, I, I won't name them because I won't put anybody on blast, but there are some guys <laughs> who I am. I'm definitely waiting for. I'm definitely waiting for it. We don't we don't have enough biz jets, man. We need more biz jets. Like I Oh, there and, you go. Now you're pulling on like, Johnny's heart strings. <laughs> we we have so many GA aircraft. Like I love them because they're they're so fun to fly. You know, especially yeah. me. I live in Florida, so I'm always oh, flying around yeah. Florida all the time. Yeah. There's so many short hops you can make that are just you know great scenic views, but Jeez. I need more biz jets, man. Because I want yeah. I don't always want to fly an airliner. I don't, I don't. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Absolutely, no, absolutely. You're, you're spot on, man. Hopefully, we start yeah, seeing those. I think they're soon. coming, though. I mean, it's you yeah. Know, I was. I'll tell you what. I was taken. I was really surprised when I found out uh, our, our previous guest, uh, Mark from Fly Sim, where you know, um, again, he was uh, you know a very prominent um, developer, you know, for uh, for P3D, and you know, for for years, you know, he's put out you know top quality you know GA aircraft and business and biz jets as well, and um, so I, I think over time, you know, we'll, we'll start seeing developers kind of really, you know, I guess you know in a in a for lack of better words, you know, stretch their developmental wings into uh, in the twenty twenty, and uh, you know, we we start seeing more, we know we start seeing more products, and I mean, no one's saying P three D is going to die. I think we've I think we've beat that horse to his dead as well, but you know, there's definitely a market to be had, and um, and and 2020, and I mean, it's just a you know, it's just a really nice platform. Even you know, even the the physics modeling, in my opinion, seems to be a lot better. And I was I was in that 414 yeah, uh, not yeah. too long ago, and it's 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 it's, it's, it's getting better. It's it's getting better for sure. Yeah, and I think too, once more people adopt that new prop technology, like that's going to make such a big difference in just how game changer aircraft feel. Yeah, so so you can already feel it, you know, in some of these aircraft that have already adopted it is such you know such a different experience. So game changer, absolutely. I tell you, I tell you guys another another aspect to kind of look at as well. Um, I got a uh, seven year old now actually, and um, I walked in on one day or get their little Xboxes or whatever. Walked them on one day, and I'd be darned, he's playing. 2020 on a series s not an x an s and it looks wow. good yeah. it looks good <laughs> you know that's 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 the insane part about it so i mean it's just we were we've just opened the floodgates you know and and you know into the uh into this market so you know i just you know i think it's just a maritime steve to until we see uh see those biz jets we're looking for oh, yeah yeah i think Everybody, I think Karen already said they're going to port every single thing that they've ever done over. So, I mean, wow. the the possibilities are endless. I know some of the other, like, I think it was Aerosoft has said that, like, their development stuff for MFS was the biggest they had ever seen over their lifetime of other products. So, I mean, really? the money's there, you know. Yeah, I, I can't remember the exact quote, but it was something like it was that CRJ was, like, the most successful product. Oh, my had, goodness. Like, for, for flights. That's so, shocking. Wow. I wonder if that had anything to do with. I think that was the first, technically the first, wasn't the first airliner. Yeah. I mean, well, obviously we had Fly by Wire doing their thing for a while, but I think the first mm -hmm. sort of pay. Yeah. yeah. 
Sam. You might be right, because I, I don't remember the DC6 when those two came out, but it would be one of those two, I'm sure. Yeah, or at least one that folks would, you know, kind of relate to more. You know, yeah, I think it definitely was like the first big study level thing. For yeah, sure, exactly, right? exactly. That's pretty cool, man, because, mm-hmm. you know, again, you know, we, we talk about developers and kind of where they are and as it relates to categories and classifications of their talent and what, the, you know, what kind of products they put out and whatnot. So I'm happy for Eversoft. That's pretty cool. Yeah, because no, sure. I think I think Asoba at one point said that they – it's either two or three million players that they've said that they had had at least activated. Yeah, so, yeah, I did wow. see that. I mean, so it's yeah. got to be a, it's a huge market, you know, yeah. huge market. You know what kind of statistics I'd like to see? Mr. Protest, first of all, uh, we got two. Don't forget. Oh, yeah, Milvis is dropping the uh, yeah, 310. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah the 310 is beautiful. And that, yeah, uh, something about that. you put up there man. the other day, Johnny, that uh, PC-12, oh, my goodness. Oh, from that Coronado. PC, yeah, that thing yeah. looks whew. So we'll Man, see. Nuts. And then there's a Lear coming as well. Lear 3.5 coming. Yeah, yeah. I did see yeah, is that. Is that um, Lionheart, the Lear fan? Yeah. Uh, I think it's Fly Somewhere. Uh, Mark's doing oh, that. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, okay, gotcha. Coming down the pipeline. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah so it's, cool. it's 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 interesting. Although I'm curious, Steve, and and, and, and you know what? You're just a person that asked this question. So, um, you know, we're starting to see more consoles, right, being utilized as uh, as a flight sim rig. In terms of, uh, from a compatibility perspective, how difficult is it to get, you know, get your product over to where it's actually usable for, for an Xbox user, a console user? Yeah, so I can only speak high level because we actually we haven't even started the process yet for porting to Xbox, but we have looked into like what the requirements are. They just lifted one of the big ones that was kind of a roadblock for us, which was mm-hmm. they weren't allowing the compiling of you know WASM um, you know on the Xbox, but mm-hmm. they're lifting that. I think if they haven't already, they plan to you know lift that uh, wow. kind of roadblock out the way. So that'd be huge. Um, I, I think that was one that was even impacting like the DC six, if I'm correct. Like there's a sure because because mm. a lot of devs they use that. I don't want to say a shortcut, but as a way around the limitations of the sim. You know, you could just build sure. in that and inject it in. Um, mm-hmm. But so you've got that, and then it's just their their certification process, which I know even for the standard marketplace is kind of a pain mm-hmm. in the butt. You know, um, and the, I understand why they do it is because they have to protect everybody. You know, you have a lot of people absolutely only load up the sim. They buy their aircraft they want. You know. They're not as computer savvy. They're not these technical people that have right. dozens yeah. of hours to you know troubleshoot their sim when it starts crashing the desktop. So right. they're trying to be mm-hmm. considerate of that. Like they want to eliminate any possibility for crashing desktops and things like that. You know, so I know like some other dev teams I saw where it was like, oh, the memory footprint of your aircraft is too big for the Xbox. You know, you got to scale it back. Wow. Whereas on on PC, we don't have to worry about that because we always say, well, the user can change their settings if it's too big of a memory footprint or the it's hitting their GPU too hard, then drop your mm-hmm. settings down. But on an Xbox, you don't you don't have that yeah, option. No option. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah. So I think like those will be the biggest obstacles is just getting through whatever their certification process is and then just mm-hmm. looking at the actual code and seeing. But I, there's some sophisticated aircraft out there. I think the CRJ is compatible with Xbox. Really? Interesting. I, f- wow. I feel like it is. I know the F-35 is on Xbox, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's not impossible. It's just, you know, sitting down and actually doing it. But for us, we haven't yet because we want to get the product to mm-hmm. 1.0 first. That way we're not going back and forth with every patch. Like, hey, what do we need to fix this time? Let's right. get to what we think is a final build and then shoot that over to them. And then we'll get their feedback and, you know, proceed from there. 
but we want to be on Xbox, you know, badly. We think it's kind of like helicopters with a controller would be perfect. I feel like yeah, oh, it's perfect. much perfect. easier yeah. than Them some of these other things that you'd have to try to fly on a control with a controller. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. I think it's cool because I think one of the other things, and I'd love to see a study. I know it's early, it's only been two years, but like how many people have enrolled in sort of like flight training or at least booked a discovery flight because of FS 2020. I think that would be right. super cool to see. You know, obviously we hear, I feel like weekly in the news, right, that we've got airlines canceling routes this summer and whatnot. Obviously one is fuel costs, but also they just don't have the pilots, right? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. We had Big Earn on a couple of weeks ago that said the same thing. I mean, I feel like, you know, if you guys follow him, Almost every other week, he's at some sort of recruiting event trying to get pilots. Yep. <laughs> um, so it's like, you know, obviously FSX and some of these other sims really allowed other folks to sort of kind of, you know, the, the past crowd, if you will, get into flight training and pursue uh, aviation as a, uh, a career. I'm interested to see like how 2020 now takes that to the next level for the next generation. And I think it's uh, it's already starting to do so. Yeah, I I would love for a solo to put together some type of like apprenticeship or mentor program for something like that. Like yep. it, it seems like it's just I don't even I, I don't know who kind of embodies that for the U.S. I don't know if it's the FFA or you know the FAA FAA that would uh really put forward funds to like try to recruit people in. But like, there's got to be some type of school, some type of program <laughs> they could you know yeah. um, link into to get something going. AOPA will probably be the best bet. Yeah, exactly. Something like, that. like they need. There's something out there. There's an opportunity there for sure. Like, get these people who are flying the sim into the pilot seat for real, right? Yeah, I yep. think we're even seeing like far more now. You know, flight sim being incorporated in just overall flight training. Like, I know it's oh, been for sure. in the past, um, and I don't want to say it was poo-poo. Like that—that that wasn't the notion at all. But it certainly wasn't highly spoken about or put at the forefront of any sort of advertising or any sort of conversation. And now it's like everywhere, right? Especially for, you know, 2020, it's like, you know, hey, let's go on the sim and practice some approaches, right? And and yeah. save some money and, and some fuel by practicing that stuff in the sim before you actually go out and do it at the airfield or in, in the air. So, um, you know, 2020 is contributing a lot to that. And I think it's only scratching the surface. Absolutely. Only Absolutely. scratching the surface. Absolutely. Although, you know, I mean, we talk about we've been talking a lot about 2020 lately, and let's not forget X Plane 12 is right around the corner as well. And so, Lord knows, I mean, what uh, what Austin? Yeah, that's a that's a good <laughs> point. I mean, heck, that that that's a that's a actually brings up a good point, Steve. Like for you guys, and obviously, I don't know if you guys have given any thought to this. You know, have you guys thought about? you know, exploring other Sims. And I know sort of the future we keep saying is 2020 and a lot of developers yeah. are sort of moving that way and they're stopped, you know, they're stopping to, you stop developing for P3D and FSX and some of these other Sims out there. What about like an X-12? Have you guys thought about developing your products for that at all? We have, but the thoughts have not been that we materialized want to do it. <laughs> well, it has been that we want to do it you know uh, <laughs> yeah, you put me on the spot <laughs> no like um i like we're we're fans of flight simon in general you know what it is but the the thing yeah. is it's kind of like the same it's the same argument we have when we have to do the h145 after doing the h135 like you it 
it requires a certain amount of resources to develop these aircraft the way that you want to. And mm -hmm. without the market being an X-plane, we just couldn't do it. You know, like we wouldn't, there's mm -hmm. no way we could, you know, our team, I mean, if you think about it, we've spent over a year already on the H145 project. Like, so, you know, spending one year to two years on X-plane for what might be, I'm just throwing a number out there. If they're like two tenths of the size of the Microsoft Flight Simulator, and then you have to yeah. take one tenth of that for yeah. people who would actually for, for buy it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I if they have a resurgence, you know, I I actually I look at their Steam charts pretty often to kind of see how they are against mm -hmm. Microsoft Flight Simulator, and they're they're just they're far behind right now. But if they have right. a resurgence to where they're neck and neck, our team would absolutely look at it. You know, we've we've talked about DCS world. You know, it's just that. We're only a small team of four, so we have to pick our projects very yep, diligently. Sure. You know, we have to we have to pretty much guarantee, like, hey, this is going to keep the lights on. You know, if we move forward with this, so we can't really afford to to move over into <laughs> a platform that might not have the ROI for us. You know what I mean? No, that but, makes that makes sense. I mean, it's it, it's it's interesting, right? Because, and then I think this sort of gets into the whole dynamics of sure. fact versus fiction, um, because you know, if folks are following sort of the community and following posts and following forums. It's all like FS2020 is a video game and, you know, it's it's not for, for pilots and it's not for folks that take aviation seriously and X-Plane isn't going anywhere and X-Plane 12 will be the future and P3D isn't going anywhere. And you can go on and on and on. But I think at the end of the day, the numbers don't lie. Like, you know, you, you just mentioned you you looked at the steam charts and it's through various other, you know, reporting metrics like your Navigraph survey that's done every year where it's clearly showing that the trend is moving towards FS2020. Now, you still have folks that fly all of them, like all of us here. And I think, yeah. you know, true aviation fans and, and avid aviators like ourselves and the rest of the community here will continue to have all the sims, right? Because... There's certain things that you can get from one sim that you can't necessarily get from the other. And I think it's going to be that way for some time to come. But if you talk about folks that are just now getting into flight sim, and I sometimes see those posts as well, like, which sim should I buy? 99.9% .9 of them are going to 2020. So I oh, think no, that's no. that's that's something definitely keep in mind, too, when we talk about, hey, what does the future of flight sim look like? Yeah. And for me, it goes back to like we were saying about aircraft earlier. I want x-plane 12 to be successful like i want them yeah, to come out with some course. killer feature that forces the sobo to you know you know Step up their up even more yeah, yeah so you know it's great if all those products can coexist i mean even obviously there's still the lights are still on over there so they have enough players that are you know bringing enough enough revenue for them to stay in business so hey that's great you know yep. the competing products that like you said where none of us are probably going to be exclusive to any one where we all bounce around between them all the time anyway. So right. I, the only thing I did, I did have to uninstall DCS for a little because I was spending way too much time in it. So I, I can't go back. <laughs> and, so, yeah. I just can't. It's got to stay off the, it's got to stay off my desktop. man. Oh man. I don't blame you. It comes to a point where it's like, man, I need some more hard drive space. It's yeah. ridiculous. Man, no oh. bump that. You need some more desk space between yeah. the warthog, oh. the team, <laughs> What the, the my joystick here, the yeah, honeycomb, yeah. the Bravo, and then they messed around and dropped the H64. It was just oh, yeah. a wrap, man. I think I got maybe two hours in that thing. I just I ran out of that space. So I yeah, I was <laughs> right there with you, Steve. I think I think it's yeah. on on its way off my hard drive as well. <laughs> I had to. I, I don't know. There, there will be something that's going to make me go back to it. But for now, I'm like, all right, I, I got the Super Hornet down packed. 
I'm not touching anything. It's like I'm done. <laughs> yeah, Charlie made a really good point there, though. Competition is good for a community. Absolutely, man. Indeed. Uh, absolutely. Although, and, you know, I'll just kind of put you on the spot a little bit, Steve, but I don't know too many developers that, you know, cross over platforms. I know I think we have one developer on um, before and we asked him and he just like, no. So, I mean, I, I get <laughs> And Mike, you think you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. But, um, you know, so, I mean, I, I totally get it. I mean, I couldn't imagine, you know, going from just one platform to a completely different other, you know, the, the amount of man hours, you know, and yeah. Lord, forbid, heaven forbid, version control, trying to yeah. get all that together. Right. So, yeah, it's just, it's just that, that that'll be a tall order for sure. I see, like, scenery developers, we're certainly seeing that. They were one of the first yeah. to, you know, cross over. I mean, like, Flight Beam had, I think, Denver out the week 2020 launch. So, like, yes. we're certainly seeing that from a, 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 a scenery developer standpoint. But for aircrafts, to your point, especially the more complicated aircrafts like PMDG, we're only just now getting that 737. Hopefully, you know, next week, and they've been working on that thing with Asobo since what 2019. So it just goes yep. to show you, man, it, it's hard. It is hard. It's a lot. So. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Hey, um, Steve, quick, I did want to ask you another question. Has anyone approached you about uh, you, you and your team about doing any sort of a fixed wing project? Yes and no. So no publisher, like not a not an Orbix or an Aerosoft, but we've had other people from the community approach us mm -hmm. in the past about doing fixed wing. Um, we've even had a couple of false starts with some things like, hey, you know, we'll, we have some we have some resources <laughs> here because yeah, because Dave is our you know our coder. He's a mm -hmm. master guru with anything with codes. So I mean, he he's just awesome. So you know, we had a couple ideas in the past, like, hey, we let's kind of have maybe a B team or a branch off team that does some fixed wing stuff, like in terms of modeling it, we'll just hop in at the end to put the system depth in, but they all, they all kind of like flat out at some point, like, you know, that's their thing, man. There's a lot of, and I'm sure you guys have seen it. Think of all the projects that were announced that you haven't heard us slick about, <laughs> you know, Not since they were in it. a mumbling word. <laughs> yeah. And then some people are quiet enough to say, yeah, we canceled this, but I mean, yeah, man, even people who just all they do is keep together like a mod, even those people fall out sometimes. They're like, yeah, I just can't. It's too much. Just work, you know? a utility to move yeah. jetways and people on and off. <laughs> oh, Lord, cars. here goes my, oh, my gosh. I'm I just saying, man. I'm just saying, like. There can't be an episode yet <laughs> that we hadn't just talked. Right. You know, let's just be transparent. I mean, this is a CTP. We're talking about GSX. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> All right, though, bro. You know, we, we, we get, it's coming, man. It's, it's coming. Come on, man, some slack. Thing from 2019, like, they showed us models and texture yeah. work. And I think I even remember seeing the thing actually working in the sim. Obviously, right? You all know, like that's yeah. that's magic behind the scenes, right? That's that's behind the scenes curtain work. Obviously, them showing you that doesn't mean that the, the code is anywhere near ready. But we're going yeah. on two years, guys, and now we've got <laughs> PMDG coming out, and we still got to call ATC to boot the jetway, and ATC to bring the fuel truck, and ATC yeah. to bring the bat. Like that's so like that dynamic is so weird. It just ruins the immersion. I'm just saying. So did you yeah, see the this? I'm gonna tell you guys this. This is just a little public service announcement. Yeah. Do not call ATC asking them for a jetway <laughs> reward. Just don't do it. You call the number. I'm just saying. I'm I'm I'm, I'm just oh saying. But I mean, I can you know I understand your frustrations, Mike. However, I do understand like 
what they were able to accomplish in P3D, and you know, you said a few moments ago, is just pure magic. Nothing what's going on with GSX has anything to do with P3D. But that's but that's kind of what makes it so mind-boggling because it took, like you said, magic for them to do anything like GSX and P3D. Like P3, to your point, P3D was never engineered to do anything remotely like that. And then now you have FS2020 where you pretty much got things a little bit more wide open, probably much more wide open to be able to do things like that. And we still haven't seen it. Shout out to, I forgot who it is, man. Charlie can keep me honest there in the chat, but uh, they created that uh, that add-on uh, for 2020 that actually populates in the toolbar itself where you can actually I wish call I would have known that services. earlier, Mike. I, I do it too. Man. Yes, there you go. Pushback yeah. toolbar. Yep. But it's more than just toolbar. a pushback. Like they operate yeah. the jetways for you. They got the catering and the baggage trucks. And you can actually, just like better pushback in X-Plane or just like GSX yeah. and P3D, you can tell them where you want the plane. And, and it's freeware. That's that's freaking phenomenal. And again, it kind of yeah, goes back phenomenal. to how the community continues to keep and breathe new life into flight sim. But yeah, man, like GSX, where you at? You guys need help? I'll come help. I will come help. I don't know, I don't know nothing about that stuff, but I, I'll figure it out and I'll come help. But uh, pardon Steve, pardon Steve for ignorance, man. What were you saying, bro? <laughs> hey, yes, no, man, I'm, you mentioned something I'm about the seven. I'm on GSX too, man. But oh no, I was saying the seven three seven. Did you see they have their own uh, custom pushback in there? Oh, oh yeah, I saw that. Oh saw yes, that. yes, yes. I did see that, and they have nice. their own uh, service trucks as well. Oh, which did they, they have in, in P3D, I'm pretty sure, similar yeah, to... Yeah, they got in P3D as well. Uh, like, yeah. You nice. can do the water and the fuel truck, and but it's not the same, man. It's like, it gives you yeah, something, something for sure. Man. It's but like GSX hits different, I'm sorry. It hits different. Oh, yeah. like, <laughs> you get to see your passengers boarding, you've got the ambiance of them, and it's just like, I'll tell you, a yeah. lot of times in P3D, I set stuff up early and then make the passengers board and just sit and watch. Cause like it just brings together that I know I'm weird. It just hey. brings together the entire immersion. And how'd your policy, Mike? How'd you uniform? The boots are right there polished, dude. It just brings together that entire immersion and that entire experience. And 2020 is ripe for that. Like no, I'm with you, man. I hope you guys, you know, had the chance to pick up uh KBOS Boston from Fly Tampa. Yes. They've got people walking around in the terminal. Oh, yeah. Like, it's yeah. nuts. And, it, and yes, it's not, yes. like, stuttering or doing weird things. It's yeah. actually, like, real, you know, real-to-life people walking around. The so 2020 is definitely there. Like, the foundation is there. I'm just, you know, again, I'm wondering, GSX, what's going on? FFS Dream yeah. Team, I should say, what's going on? I think um they're coming because they – didn't they put out something kind of like an interim-type thing early on when the sim came out? Like some type of pushback program or something. GSX. Oh, FS Dream Team, but didn't it require like an add-on, like it was an external yeah, application yeah. or something? Didn't Latin VFR do something like that? Or no, it was Gates. It was Gates for I think. Oh, Latin yeah, Latin VFR. VFR did some Gates stuff. Yeah, they did that. Uh, A-Rex. A-Rex. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to remember. I don't know of anyone that did any sort of. Yeah, because they've services. been kind of quiet, man. Dream Team's Dude, been quiet in the background. Oh, yeah. bro. It was a mouse. So it was uh, it was FS two crew pushback express. So it was kind of like a oh a GSA, yes, I forgot. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. FS2 so I think crew, they've been that's probably the that. yeah. the limitation right now is they don't want they probably don't want to do like some type of external application. I'm guessing because. It seemed like there's a lot of people who are doing different little things. Like there's another company sure. 
that did those um, the different services where they have the animated person coming out the catering truck and everything now. Yeah. So there's like little pockets of these things, but like Which, you said, want it all in one package. Yeah, we want it all right. in one package, and it and it again goes to show you that means it's doable. People are out there yeah. doing it. Free the freeware developers are out there doing it. There like, has to be something. If dude, maybe, I, and, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. You know, I'm just kind of playing devil's advocate here, but you know, there has to be something that they're waiting on, something in the background that perhaps you know they don't have access to at the moment. And again, I'm just spitballing. God, I don't freaking know, but you know, um, there just has to be something. But I know for sure when it does drop, it's it's, it's going to be, be a game, game changer. changer. It's, yeah. it's going to rock the industry. Game changer, because that's really what's going to pull that entire immersive airliner experience, I should say, together. Yeah, and uh, going back to the uh, going back to the uh, 145, though, I'll tell you what rocked the industry: Um, the ability to be able to fly a helicopter for me not to crash it. (laughs) That was groundbreaking. Rock the industry. (laughs) Man, I had to show Johnny an amazing job. I'm sorry, Thank Johnny you, had to show me how to fly that thing, bro. I was going yeah. backwards when I was trying to go forwards, and it yeah. was a mess. But yeah, that's man, that's put phenomenal, in arcade dude. mode, bro. Got put yeah. in arcade mode. Yeah. I see you got the you got the stick, so it should be nice for you, man. You know? Yeah, yeah, I know. It was it, it was and nice. It stick. was nice. That was nice. <laughs> yeah, it, it takes was. like I tell everyone, it's easy to kind of like pick up really quick and just get in the air, but. If you spend the time to go through the manual, I, it might take an hour to get all the bindings set up correctly and everything. But right. once you, like just think of DCS world, you do that already in DCS. You set up everything oh, yeah. to be comfortable. Yeah. Once you do that, man, right. it's a whole other experience. Like I, I'll get in. You know, we do group flights a few times a week, and I'll hop in sometimes, mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll be watching someone on the Discord stream. We're like, why don't you have this activator? Why you don't have this? And I'm like, I didn't even know there was a binding for that. I'm like, yeah, because you can, you can get in and fly right away. But there's so much hidden depth in the in the systems there. Wow. Know. I didn't even know that. That's awesome. So you get in and, and do group fights with the community. Oh yeah. We do um every Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, usually like on average 10, maybe, you know, during the week. And then the group ones wow. on the weekend, we always have like 20 plus people. Oh, so. Look at that, man. Like that's yeah, awesome. We don't have the developers to develop us up. Bring us the product. Good luck. Have fun. <laughs> yeah. We, <laughs> yeah, man, we tried to, we, we really focused on community early up front. Cause when we did the H one three, five, man, we were putting out daily updates for that. So, Best way to get feedback, like, hey, come to the Discord server. We ping you, let you know the updates out. Tell us what's broken. Tell us what you want fixed. Give us feedback. Because we have probably, I'll say, dozens of pilots on the Discord that work with us on this stuff. So, yeah, it's it's been a good time, man. It's been a good time. That's awesome. Wow. I'll, I'll say for sure, because I'm going to sign you guys' Discord. And, man, that thing is hot. <laughs> I'm constantly getting notifications. So, I mean, yeah. that's. Right, but that's awesome. That's awesome to see that level of communication, though. I mean, because again, I mean, every every update I've downloaded, I mean, it's just been right. I mean, it's just been, you. you know, it's been getting even better. And you know, we're we you know we're definitely um, definitely excited for you guys, especially with this new release. Um, I had some experience offshore uh, myself, and you know, to see you know to see that to to actually be able to land on on the on the oil platform i mean it's just yeah, nuts and 2020 man it's nuts <laughs> they, i mean nuts. they kudos to so well they've made such a great platform like i i love airliners because i like the challenge of it like you know obviously every new aircraft the first thing you want to do is load up your favorite ils approach you know you want to go and make sure it works the way you expect <laughs> yeah. so like i love that when you're like okay this works how i want it to but the sim is so made for like 
gawking at the scenery to be completely mm -hmm. honest like so a helicopter is, is perfect for flying low i mean perfect. you do that in ga too but yeah you just find yourself like i mean do this challenge yourself go look at europe with the poi um little button on in the the world mm -hmm. map and just look yeah. at how many they have so much more over there than we have in the united states it's crazy but like you when you fly wow. a helicopter there you see so much when you're doing like these little flights around the area you know yeah. Wow, yeah, that's true, and, it's not and educational as well. I mean, I tell you what, man, all we have was a geo safari back in the day, you know, I was in school, mm -hmm. so just to be able to load yeah. up the sim, <laughs> you know, and I mean, just in sightsee and see all the things that you know you're reading in books, actually, you know, virtually see it there. And Lord help you if you had VR, I mean, it'd just be a whole other experience. I mean, it's yeah, uh, it's it's just it's, it's, it's something different, it's just something different for sure. Yeah, it definitely helps, man. Like I, I've, I've said before, before I go to any new airport, I fly it in the sim first. And just being able to visualize that approach before you do it or that landmark before you report over it and do it in the sim first before having to go out and actually doing the real world helps a ton. I'll tell you guys a quick story. I was, it was Montgomery Gibbs. When did I go? February? I don't remember now, but never been down there. Wanted to do it in the sim first. I was on pilot edge. And can I tell you, <clears throat> I was lining up for uh, what you call it? What field is that again? Where they shot Top Gun? Um, uh, Miramar. Uh, Miramar. Yeah. I was lining up for Miramar, yo. No, no lie. No Could joke. you imagine if I went out there and did that? I'd have been in so <laughs> been much on trouble. a YouTube video. Been for real, bro. <laughs> That's how I called the number, right? And Man. you know, I read later on like that. That's that's not that's not uncommon. People do mm -hmm. it all the time. Oh, really? That's funny. They're almost the 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 sort of the way the airport's positioned and the orientation the layout, the orientation of the runways. They're almost spot on, and they're right next okay. to each other. The only difference is obviously Miramar is a little bit bigger. But yeah, I was in the sim. I was getting ready. I'm like, I'm gonna enter, uh, you know, right downwind, and I'm getting ready to go. And I'm like, this is not the <laughs> airport. <laughs> this is not the airport. I had to get out and, and and actually, and I'm like, did the flight what a week later in real life? And I'm like, yeah, I see how easy this is. A, in this your is, mind, you know, in my mind, like how easily I could have done this out there. So, you know, going back to your point, Johnny, about it being educational for real world purposes as well, man. Like it. It could save your bacon and just yeah. save you know, your ticket, ability, man. <laughs> save your ticket, exactly. Your ability to just familiarize yourself with airspaces and landmarks and procedures and pretty yeah, cool. That's cool. Yeah, that's real cool. Absolutely, man. You do pattern work now. And and I remember, you know, FS9, you know, uh, FXX back in the day, even with FXX, you know, you kind of struggled, especially you know, um, I know in Phoenix where I was training, you know, they had a Bravo transition and there are certain landmarks you can use to kind of align yourself mm -hmm. with the corridor. And it's, it's, it's hard to see. It's like blurry, yeah. you yeah. know, but 2020 is like, boom, you can see this building. Yeah. You see something that's kind of, is that's shaped like the Walmart there. <laughs> and, you know, it's, I mean, it's yeah. just, it's just mind blowing what you can do. So, um, I mean, there's, I mean, Pilots nowadays, I mean, there's just no excuse. Absolutely no excuse. Yeah, um, that's true. Man, Steve. So if I'm not mistaken, I think you had something you wanted to share. Yeah, um, you know, I could go over just the update that we did um, this okay. weekend. Did you we want actually... to share your screen as well, or was it just something you were just Yeah, you had some videos, didn't you? Yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. you had some videos you wanted to pull up. 
Yeah, I got there the, you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there we go. Let's do that. Let's, uh, uh, yeah. Let me add it to the stream there. Shout out to Mike for the segue. You know, you know, how, you know, I'm trying to fire the producer, dude. You know, I'm, I'm here trying to make things work. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah. Wow. So, um, whoop. Oh, sorry. That's no, that's my bad. Oh, okay. You have control. Okay. <laughs> Your controls. Yeah. So this, uh, this is the H145 luxury variant. So this is in our base pack. Um, all that we're showing off here is just the, we got this custom GPU there. So you can see that down on the tarmac you see the rain cover that we've got on that that actually is lined up with the oh, weather wow yeah. yeah so um we've got the safety tie down so that was a new thing that we did it was kind of i don't think a lot of people were expecting us to put out a, another big patch for the the base pack but as we make improvements to the other side of the coin with the action pack we're like hey we'll backport whatever we can to the the base pack as well so um, so we've got these safety patches now it's just showing off a little bit of that mm -hmm. Um, so what this is showing in this screenshot. Wow. Uh, this, yeah, thank you. <laughs> oh thank you. Goodness. Yeah, no, we're we're at we're on Boeing's turf here at Written, but that's okay. <laughs> but <laughs> man, be all right, man. So we used to, on, be all right. <laughs> we used to have just a text menu for kind of configuring the passengers and co-pilot and all that, but we yeah. did a visual UI update. So now you can actually toggle on the the passengers. Oh, um, open the doors and all that via this EFB tablet. So I think there's some other devs who kind of do similar things as well, but we just want to make it cleaner. Um, obviously, flight sim is a multinational hobby, right? So there's yeah, people who, sure. who uh, you know, text-wise probably wouldn't even be able to read what some of the stuff is there, or you can't right. easily translate it off the sim, but anybody can look at this and say, okay, I'm clicking this and something's going to happen, right? And then, um, wow. so we've got these custom Whoa. pilots now. So that's who this is. I call him Bruce Willis. So we've got the custom pilot there. Um, there's also a, I don't know if it was going to show here. There's also a pilot for yourself. So let me see if this is going to come over. So you can see my feet right there. And what we did for this, so from external view, you'll still be able to see the full body. But on the internal view, it has no head. So if I'm playing a 2D um, mode, I can still have my body below me and I can still be kind of immersed in that. Ah, uh, yeah. Wow. Same for VR. You know, I've got a body if I look down. So, yeah, so very proud of that. And then the last thing that we did to the base back was just that we added these passengers in the rear. So let me kick back there. So oh, that's this nuts. guy, that's Jeff Bezos over in the right hand. <laughs> <side here. laughs> yeah, so we, you know, again, just some quality of life updates there. And then I'll. Wow. We don't have any. Do we have any products today that have passengers in 2020? I don't think so. There, there's a there's a few. There's there a are. couple, yeah. yeah. That have passengers moving like that, like similar to. I'm not mm. talking about like stick figure passengers or like you know texture based passengers. I'm talking about actual moving pa dynamic passengers, like we have dynamic pilots and co-pilots. You know, I'm really not sure. I, don't I know. Think so, That's man. Uh -uh. Yeah. I, mean, and I, I don't know every add-on out there, but I don't think so. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know. I there, there was a recent release. We didn't call no names, but they, <laughs> he has he does have some kind of movement in the flight deck. But no, nothing like this. You don't have no Jeff Bezos sitting there. Kind right, of I'm reading, saying. You know, <laughs> you know his, leg uh, all up, tablet on. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> that's, that's cool. Yeah, man. And we, we try to do that because like we know so many people. Like and That was, again, like, when we envisioned the H145, is let's give people roles. So 
like kind of it kind of happened naturally. I don't know if either of you have messed around with Neofly at all, but Neofly has all these yeah. great missions and they've got they've got a distinction between like luxury missions and just regular passenger missions. So right. that kind of came in and thought like, all right, well, we want a civilian model because it has more seats, but a luxury model will pay more per seat. And then yeah. military, we were like, let's put that one out there and hope that someone kind of picks it up and figures out something to do with it. You know, because it it doesn't really I don't want to say it doesn't belong in flight sim, but it it doesn't have that big of a function, right? You know, there's yeah, a lot of sure. military aircraft, but you're only flying them for recreation in the sim. If you mm-hmm. you see the post on Facebook, if you want if you want military aircraft, go to DCS. DCS. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that one was more like let somebody pick it up. Maybe they'll come up with some mission ideas for it. But we did come up with some cool things for people to like make cinematic movies and things like that with the the explosions and the the actual weapons that work damaging the terrain. So that's kind of where that came about. But um, gotcha. Wow. Uh, this next thing we used to have equipment configurations that you have to do like kind of in a livery template you have to go in there put a zero or one hey this is enabled or not enabled but now we put that all on this uh the tablet so here is where people can come through they can select the different equipment that they want on the you know on the h145 so sometimes there's optional stuff like skid settings um, wow. snow skis is that dynamic like it changes right away yeah right away oh wow and it's built so like right there you can see there's that high intensity searchlight that's only on the hymns in the search or the sar variant but mm-hmm. if i was in that variant i would have that option there where i could select it deselect it whatever so it it just helps for people to really quickly kind of configure those options on the go these are more like preferences wow. so like do you want to see your temperature in fahrenheit or celsius uh pounds or kilograms sure. um, do i want the time to be displayed as the sim time or my actual time uh, things of that mm. nature and then we have an option here too for people to switch back to the default asobo pilots that they want to not everybody likes the mm-hmm. the customized pilots but and then i think that that might be it for this here you know that's it for the base pack so this is the hems variant um this particular livery is for new zealand but um i had didn't have any other u.s deliveries here yet so again we have the custom pilots set up for deliveries um their actual uniforms are correct to the region or to the agency that runs that here you kind of see a little bit of this whoa yeah a little bit of the med interior there that's not me people keep asking but it's not (laughs) that guy does not represent me at all just want to put that out there I can oh, see yeah, how so, they <laughs> can see how they thought that. Yeah, people think it's like a little Easter egg. I'm like, it's not an Easter egg. I don't know why the our team made this guy, but they made him. You know? <laughs> but, but I like him. But yeah, so we um again the the rear back here, a lot of people they'll say, Well, hey, my agency doesn't use it this way, or my agency has different equipment. Obviously, you're not gonna be able to fit a agency all in one. You know, it's even the same as like airliners. They have the different right. cabinet configurations. So yeah. we just said, let's put in the most accurate stuff for the different references that we have available. And I think as a conglomerate all together, they make up a pretty good realistic, you know, hymns cabin here. So yes, yeah, so all these guys are animated. You can use that same configuration page here, actually, if you skip back. So like here, what it is showing is the stretcher. So you can mm-hmm. put a patient on there by just clicking on it. Same with the outside guy in the rear. Holy There's cow. A there too. Wait, you can put a patient. Let me. Can you go? Yeah. Can you show that? Um, I think the video will show it here. Yeah. So he's back there. Oh, now. Wow. Yeah. So if you're doing like those, again, we have the missions that we've curated ourselves inside of the um, inside the tablet, right. which and you'll see like here. Neofly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the best of both worlds. So somebody could fly Neofly, take the missions that they have get to the site and say, okay, let me drop my winch now. 
that's down. Let me bring the patient up. I put that in and they can still role play it, you know, pretty seamlessly there. And some of these functions are even automated. We're going to have a trigger in future updates to let people manually kind of drop the winch down and bring it up. Um, but yeah. So this last thing here, the maps is where our missions live at currently. So I'm circling through that. Sorry, I lost my. You got to do here. some work on the tablet. <laughs> it looks refined too. The tablet yeah, we did. Uh, lots of work here. So right now we've got like these five sample missions. Kind of the idea behind this is that we want to build out kind of a core of like, hey, here's a script for a mission and then let the community go out and they can change the coordinates if they want to kind of introduce some unique scenery, they can talk to our team about, hey, let's work on some mission packs together. But it's fully out there right now where the community can take these and start adding them to the local area. But if we wanted to curate additional like scenarios, we could do that as well with the community. So just reach out to us if you think you have something that the greater community overall would love. Yeah, that would be awesome. You guys hear that? Definitely uh, reach uh, out wow. and provide some ideas to high performance. I think this is phenomenal. Like, again, uh, we talk about up. 2020 <laughs> and just opening doors for just additional functionality and just different dynamics that you're just not able to see in other platforms today. And you guys are taking full advantage of that. That is so cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, what you're saying here, we have a, um, and I hope, I hope more people, like I said, I love, other aircraft. So I hope some other devs kind of see this and implement this as well. But we have this function that will actually do a walk around of the aircraft. So we'll come into this mission oh, menu, hit trigger, you know, trigger him to do the walk around. And you can see in the top right hand corner how the script is running up there. So with that initialize and then can I fast forward by just hitting right here? You can see this gentleman. See that? Ah. He just spawned over there on the other side. But he'll start walking around. So if I had the, do I have the safety patches on on this one? I think I turned them on later. But he's basically simulating doing the walk around the aircraft. Is wow, ah, that's cool. Yeah, that's and this nuts. was completely unique. Like that, I don't, I never saw anyone doing something like no. this. No, Could you no, imagine yeah. you sitting in your cockpit, right? You prepping the seven three or the Airbus or whatever it is, and you're down in the make do, and you look up and you see a FO outside doing walking a walk around. around. Like that's that's oh, pretty cool, man. man. Yeah, and, it, and it's so funny. I was telling the team today, like, I was just looking at all the screenshots that are being shared. I'm like, man, this is, oh, yeah, he'll open up and he'll get in there. We're still looking at animations to do a proper walk-in, but for the most part, it's there now. But um, Yeah, it's cool. We were we were looking at the screenshots today, and you're like, man, the presence, and it's like you were saying, like, the presence of humans in the sim just adds this whole other level of immersion when you kind of look at yep. it. It's like, <clears throat> there's, I'm not just flying this plane model. I'm, I'm an actual person in here now is what I feel exactly. like, you know, when I look at my feet, I look around, I see the crew personnel, like we're on a real mission, right? Exactly. And then the, uh, the last thing that we have here is just kind of the mission itself. Um, so this is a test mission just for hoisting anywhere. Mm -hmm. And let me see if I can get this. Do, do, do. Well, the aircraft's in the hover mode. I forgot to take the safety patches off is why the rotor is blurred there. But um, you can see the guy wow. starting to hoist down. He'll eventually, he'll get to the ground and he'll start working on whatever patient, victim, whatever you want to call it, is down there on the ground. So he's down there now, getting them all patched up. I can go off and fly, you know, do whatever. If I wanted to do some pattern work or something, I could do that. And he'll continue working on it. And then when I come back in, you know, I just go back into a hover and then he'll attach himself to the winch and come right back up. 
Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> you kidding me? Holy cow. Man, this is nuts. Let me get a good side of it here. I think it's right here. Do I hit that? Sorry, it's hard for me to see. It's minimized. That is in free flight. Yeah, I'm trying to look at this right-hand side. It tells me what step of it is in, but I'm not. I'm not seeing the video footage here. It's somewhere. Okay, well, anyway, you would have saw the reverse and kind of, wow. or the animation in reverse of the person coming back up the winch. But yeah, man, so we're, like I said, we built the foundation of it currently right now. We're going to keep building this out, you know, over time. Absolutely. Um, obviously, as we go into the other variants, those are going to have their own kind of unique stuff. You know, the firefighting variant, the offshore type stuff. We just got to figure out the right missions to go with those different ones. But right. yeah, we've got more ideas. We want to make this... It's all about just giving people a reason to fly, you know, like we, we all love the sim. We all fly probably dozens of hours a month, you know, safely, I'll say dozens of hours a month, but <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you guys are like me, but you started to develop like these routes that you just love and you end up flying those same routes all the time. So you kind of need something that pushes yep. you to yeah, for move sure. outside of your comfort zone. Right. So that's what we're hoping this does is just. Wow. You guys are on the right track, man. That's for sure. Drew Stone, welcome, man. Good to see you. Hope all is well. Uh, those just getting in, uh, we are on, we have been on with uh, Steve from Hype Performance Group, uh, walking us through the uh, newly released variant, uh, the hems of the uh, 145 series and some of the, um, you know, really key and functional updates done uh, to this already amazing product. And uh, much more to come, he says, much more to come. So, uh, he also mentioned, uh, if you guys have ideas for missions, definitely, you know, reach out to them, uh, high performance group. Uh, obviously you guys can find them on, I believe you guys have obviously discord. Um, you guys have you know, your Instagram as well. As always, we'll put all of the information for our guests inside the description of our podcast, as well as the live show. Uh, once the, uh, the recording is all done. Uh, but many different avenues, many different ways to get in touch with uh, Steve and the team there. Absolutely. Did so you you mentioned the uh, the cover for the uh, GPU? Did you say that was triggered based on weather? Yes. Yeah, so, so it actually will. You know, if the weather is sunny and bright outside. Um, there won't be anything. I think it's based off the live weather, though, and I actually, right. Seattle was raining yesterday, which is why I was out there, and I had changed the weather, I think, to have that Weather Preset Pro. I don't know if you guys saw that product from SoFly or not, but it had oh, yeah. 20-something yes, yeah. extra weather preset side turn that on. But yeah, it's, um, wow. Same with the other. Wow. There's, and that's why I said there's so much, like, little depth that if people don't ask, like, they don't even know, but, like, yeah. Our sounds change. Like in the daytime, it's just regular wind and things. But if you're at night and you have the doors open, it's actually crickets. Like you'll hear like night crickets and all that. So oh wow! It's like little stuff like that. We it's always, the little things, man. It just brings yeah. the entire immersion together. <laughs> yeah, man. Because I I like to. I, I actually did a video you can find on our YouTube channel of Neofly like doing a passenger mission. Like I really like mm -hmm. to be in the role. Like I don't like the. It's fun to fly and just do a flight. Like I said, but having some type of narrative or mission to kind of push you along is always yeah, yeah. just makes it a little better. That's why so many people as well fly VAs, virtual airlines. Like it, right? it gives no, you a sure. sense of purpose besides just flying from point A to point B. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's it's the similar dynamic 
or thought process here as well. It's like, all right, cool. I can get in a helicopter and just sightsee all day long, but yeah. uh, let's take that to the next level and actually have missions and some of these other things that I can actually do and participate in. Um, yeah. That's just flat out really cool. Yeah. And you can completely ignore it if you don't care. <laughs> exactly. And still <laughs> it Look at that. Look at that. I didn't, how come yeah. I've never noticed that before? Yeah, that's been in there. What? There's a couple of things. You got that back there. We've got the uh, the liquor cabinet in the back. There's a there's a few little Wait, liquor cabinet. What? Yeah, I've seen the liquor cabinet. I've never yeah. noticed that the privacy window actually moves up. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. I love that little stuff, though. I do. It's cool. I like it. That's Absolutely. Cool. <laughs> That's sick. <laughs> That's nuts. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I talked about uh, so I gotta ask you guys if I can ask just one question though. What what have you guys been flying this week? Did you guys oh, participate man. in the battle of the BAE versus the Mad Dog? Did you? <laughs> Whoa! I, I'll go first because mine's is quick and simple. I haven't flown any. Oh no, that's a lie. I flew. I finally did the uh, flew the Tampa uh, the flight Tampa Boston series, like I mentioned. I did a quick flight. Yep. That was pretty cool. But other than that, I was I was away this week. Um, I did some real world flying, but not flying in the sim. But Johnny. Johnny's been at it, man. Tell us, uh, tell us what you've been flying, bro. Oh man, you know exactly what I've been flying. I don't know why it's no <laughs> secret, Mike. Man, I've been flying the snot out of that um, out of the Mad Dog. Not gonna lie, that uh, that MD80, man. It's it's uh, uh, I've been following that particular development. I had to go back and look this up, guys. So I went back and I looked um, when I first bought that product was December twelfth of two thousand nine. And fast forward to today, and it's and it's finally in 2020 now. And it's just it's just my 2009. You've had it since 2000, 2009. That Mad Dog's been out, wow. and to see it now, I remember when the thing dropped. It there it didn't even have a virtual cockpit. Like there was no virtual cockpit. <laughs> you know, you had to virtually oh, imagine. Awesome. You had to imagine it in your mind. Like that was the cockpit that it had. You know, everything was just like all 2D. And, um, and I mean, he's just been very, he's just been real steadfast at his work. And I mean, now, I mean, it just looks amazing. And, um, I think they just released the 82 and I think the, uh, 83 and 88 should be coming out as well. And then, and then here we go. Just flight drops to one, four, six. And it's been, it's been, it's been, it's been a rough one. It's been a rough one for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's been, it's been good. But it's been a rough been one rough. for sure. What, <laughs> Are you, what about you, Steve, man? What have you been sending? Um, so, of course, I've been flying the H145, um, Franklin L sure. stuff there. But I did pick up the 146. I haven't picked up the Mad Dog yet. I'm going to. I just haven't. And I figured, let me get the cheaper of the two first <laughs> before. Uh... <laughs> right. But, man, it, it's impressive, man. They Their team did a great job. Like, I love this. They they have so many great systems in there. Like, we were talking about the quality of life stuff. Like, they've got the... Right. You know the second in command that's yelling out the you know the call outs for you and all that without really? even having to select it. Yeah, oh, man, he's doing cool. the V one, the rotate, like all that automatically. You know, they wow. they're implementing stuff like brake heat. You know, like something that most people don't even ever think about. Think about actually, it. No. Yeah. yeah, and all that stuff, yeah. man. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not familiar with the the exact team that did this because I know Just Flight uses a few different developers, but whoever did this, right? And they. They definitely went advanced. Like they've got some very cool things, even stuff that I have to take back to my team. Be like, yeah, we, we should think about doing this. You know? Wow. Yeah. 
That's yeah, cool. It's been, it's been interesting yeah. for sure. But I'll tell you what, man. I know last week, um, and this again, this is for me is when uh, this is when you know, else product really comes in. That uh, comes to mind. I got off work. You know, it's just a crappy day at work. Fired the thing up. Didn't have to worry about flight planning. None <laughs> of that. You know, jump in it and, you know, just took it over Dallas at night. And I mean, it's just, you know, it's not stressful. It can be stressful, of course. You know, you can adjust your settings or whatnot. But, you know, me, you know, like I said, that's, you know, the Lord just didn't give me the ability to operate rotary, rotary air guns. <laughs> and so, you know, I keep it, keep it at the basics. But, you yeah, know, it's just, chopped it's just, like, just like a, Man, exactly. You know, I'd be calling the number for real, but just a, yeah. it's like a cool drink of water, man. You know, just yeah. a solid experience. And you know, between between that and um, these latest releases, GA wise, um, for sure, I've been I've been definitely sitting the heck out of fly similars uh, system four fourteen. And then the what Milviz is coming out with their three ten here this week. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and then uh, what PMDGs in background. No, we're not gonna. I don't know if we don't know if anybody will take bets on that one, but. Whether or not we're going to see a 737. <laughs> they said before next weekend, right? Isn't it? Yeah, they said, they said before next weekend. I, I think it's going to be like a Friday morning release. Yeah, it's always Fridays, I think. It's going to be like mm-hmm. a, a 7 a.m. PST release, I'm, I, I'm betting. Okay, I'm, I'm ready for it. Going to have I'm folks ready. scooting out of work early. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's going to be Vatsim. It's going to be nuts. Oh, Vatsim is going to be on fire. 737 is all day clear. long. Man, Speaking of that, Tim, I got a question for you guys, man. And maybe it's just me. Gio, what's going on, man? Gio, welcome. Welcome. Up, Good Gio? to see you. Um, do we have model matching, like official model matching for Vatsim yet for 2020? I'm still using this very old generic um, mod, freeware model matching thing that came out, I think, like two weeks or three weeks after the sim launched and i forgot who it was and who it's by and they were keeping it up to date for a little bit i haven't heard anything mm-hmm. new and i constantly you know whenever i do get on that sim in 2020 like either the models are transparent no one's showing up oh. or it's just flat out wrong so i don't know if like i'm using old stuff and there's been a new release out there and and, and new model matching that i'm not aware of but uh you guys let me know man what am i doing wrong yeah, um, I mean, I got some feedback. So I use, um, let me make sure I get the name right. I call it AIG. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah Alpha, India. Alpha India Group. That works for Vatsim? I thought that was its yeah. own sort of separate schedule thing that you actually have to turn off when you fly Vatsim because it injects traffic like from real world schedules. So there's two parts to it. So the, the main part of it is as a manager, it has all the liveries and the models to match the, you know, the codes um, from uh, the sims. So whether it be live traffic or, you know, the, um, or the AI traffic. So it matches it based off the prefix, you know, Southwest, JetBlue, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. So yeah, that's the true. first part of it. Then it has its own traffic injector as well, which is they took all the pre-pandemic flight plans. I, I won't say all, but they took a huge amount of the pre-pandemic flight plans. They have those. Okay. And you can you can inject those into the sim as AI flight plans. Forget about the Asobo oh. online, and that's supposed to simulate a more realistic Ooh, world. More realistic world, yeah. Yeah, so it's not yeah. real time, but at least it's real world flight plans. But what you would do is right. you would take that, and then on flightsim.to, there's another add-on which does all the VATSIM model matching based off the models provided by AIG. So that's like the 360 solution to have you um, wow. taken care of. 
All right. But, See, I gotta go look into that now. It's in depth, man. The the downloading of the models takes hours. No way. <laughs> <Like, laughs> I remember because I think I used to use them. Yeah, back in the FSX days, I think I had them at one point. Uh, and then the BVAI Boston Virtual. I forgot. I, that yeah, I remember them. Me. Yeah, they came out with their own thing, and yeah. that sort of went sideways here. You know, over the last year or whatever. But yeah, I remember AIG took forever. To download all the so stuff. Much. Okay, I'll go take a look because it's yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's been uh, oh, Chio man. says so. Stalker McSalmon, y'all don't stream but fly off the line. I guess. <laughs> 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 this is our stream, man. We're streaming here. We're streaming exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's funny. I remember Gio called me out one time in his stream like last week. It's Greg's fault. I'm gonna blame Greg Hill here publicly on the podcast. I saw, so I'm flying right. And I get the you know the Vatsim right? I'm oh, thinking yeah. it's ATC. It's a private message. <laughs> and I look, and it's Greg. He's like, "Hey, Mike, I see you out there. Enjoy your flight." I'm like, "Hey, thanks, Greg. Good to see you. <laughs> I appreciate it." So I get in the cruise, and I'm like, "All right, like I always do. I go on YouTube, see who's live, pop in there yeah. in their streams, and I see it's Geo, and I'm like, "Hey, what's going on, Geo?" He goes, "Don't hey Geo me. I see. <laughs> I hear you out there flying. I see you on Vaxxin, but you can't stream." I'm like, "Oh man!" So I I'm in the chat. I see Greg. I'm like, "Greg, you really ratted me?" <laughs> he goes, "Yeah, man. Sorry, I'm just excited to see you." <laughs> Drop dime on it, man. Drop oh man, dime on you, man. That, that is hilarious. Listen, you can't undercover fly in, in this community, man. No, they'll, man, they'll you can't, you. man. You can't. You know, I've been hit up a few times, man. I've just been, you know, yeah, you know, and I ain't gonna lie, y'all. Lately, I've been low-key flying, man. I've been, I've been under, I've been under radar, off that sim and all, man. No, but, no, it's great. It's great to see the camaraderie, though, for sure, man. Cool. It's just. You know, you know how it is, man. Streaming, you know, on top of what we do, you know, is I think right now, especially for me, it's been an emphasis on, you know, um, you know, giving uh you know, giving our devs to, you know, the opportunity to really show to showcase their, you know, showcase their products and yeah, man. you know, to be a to be a uh, to be an outlet for, you know, and I've I've, you know, just by the grace of God I've been blessed to be able to do it. So it's just I mean, I've been loving it. I've been loving it. You know, we've been meeting, you know, meeting different folks. You know, ran into ran into Steve last year, and it's just been, you know, following him and his team. And yeah, I um, mean, it's just been an absolute blast. You know, I, we're truly, truly blessed to, you know, be able to, you know, have such a, you know, great community. You know, even, you know, even though we, you know, we know we low key fly from time to time, but you know, I mean. <laughs> we're still around we're still around yeah, seriously though, thank you guys for all you do man those those developer interviews are so insightful even when you guys have the spirit pod on like that i love it man like oh, I, robert yeah i'm a big podcast listener already so like having one that's actually <laughs> in like i don't have many um many flights on podcasts i think you guys might be the only one that i have that i actually even listen to I don't, oh I don't wow man we, we appreciate, oh, man, I appreciate it man yeah, yeah. definitely we, yeah, you guys do it you guys do a great job I like try, that man I was marking out, <laughs> pun intended, over that one with uh, Mark. To be honest, man, it was it was just really good. So appreciate it, man. Thank you, thank you. We're good yeah. to uh, definitely good to have you back on with us. You know, you are uh, always welcome at any time. Always welcome. Um, again, huge congrats uh, to you and the birth yep. of your second child. Hope you and the family uh, continue to stay well, man. And uh, we'll be here if you need us. 
Well, I, I, here, appreciate it, guys. <laughs> I appreciate it. Let me know if you guys ever need anything from me. You know, if you want to do something for a giveaway, whatever, just let me know. Awesome. Any, uh, <laughs> any parting words for our audience here, Steve? Um, no, just if you guys are interested in the H145 and the stuff that we're doing over at hype, we're at hypeperformancegroup.com and same on pretty much every social media platform, even TikTok, but I'll never be logged in. You'll just be messaging nobody. <laughs> man, I, I made this TikTok. I uploaded one video. I'm like, I, I can't get into this, man. I, I just can't. Like the profile will always be there, but I will not. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I I'm, I'm the same, man. I, I I just can't get into it. I mean, I see funny ones every now and again. I'm like, oh, that's funny. But like me, yeah. like actually having a dedicated TikTok account. Yeah. Probably not. I'll catch it when it comes <laughs> yeah, to Twitter. Yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. I'll, I'll uh, catch you on Twitter. Oh, man. I'll awesome. Johnny, man, any parting words What you got going on? Man, no. Thing I got going on is um, letting, these, letting these fine people know, man. If you guys haven't had the opportunity to check out uh, H145, definitely <laughs> Definitely check it out. I mean, you guys are missing out. This thing is phenomenal. Even if you don't care for care for helicopters, man, it is for. I mean, heck, even you know, even Mike has sent it. You know, so I mean, that, that, that's it. That's 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 that. it. <laughs> when I'm trying to go forwards. <laughs> but yeah, Anyone but no, can do it, guys. So now, like I said, we're just going to continue to push. And, uh, give you guys uh give you guys list uh list and greatest uh you know make sure you follow us so uh, oh, I think we're we have a preferably uh uh oh am I am I flickering it? Oh, Elon come on man come on there we go all right all right all right bring it back all right oh, yeah dude. just make sure you check us out on all the uh, social media platforms Facebook uh, we're on there as well just look us up uh, close traffic podcast uh, and uh, Twitter and the Insta as well. I think Mike has that on lot. Hey, hey, uh, hey, Mike, you got the Insta on lot, man. I'm horrible at Instagram. Bro. Yeah, close All underscore right, cool. traffic. Uh, I think that's what. It is. <laughs> I think that's what it is. <laughs> you had one job, Mike. I had one job, man. I know, I know, I know. I, I think I wanted to do just close traffic, and someone had it. I think it's close underscore traffic. Who has, so, like, who has listen, that? Man, I don't know. It was so weird. Listen, guys, go go. You guys have our website, right? Close track. I remember that one. Closetrackpodcast.com, and everything is there, right? Uh, links to all of our channels, links to our Instagram, our Facebook, links to you know our, our previous shows and podcasts, and you name it, everything's there. So, uh, definitely, um, you know, check that out. And uh, we appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, Charlie rounded us out here. Congrats on the 145 and the new baby, Mr. Steve. So, awesome. Thanks, you guys be good. Take care. And until next time, keep the blue side up. We'll see you. See it. Adios.